anytime someone types in self-confidence into a search engine, I'm either one or two. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like any search engine. Because I'm across all of the podcast networks. There's there's about 20, 20 of them that are worth looking at. Google, Yahoo, Bing, they're all picking me up. Anytime someone types in self-confidence, self-confidence podcast, I'm I'm coming up. Like I'm or podcast on courage. Entrepreneur with your host, Oscar War. All right, we are live from the studios of Sal Hatton and Oscar War. I'm at a co working space, he's in his home office, and we are fully remote. Oh, yeah, let's go. Today, I'm speaking with Sal Hatton. He is the host of Courageous Self-Confidence podcast about self-confidence. He loves helping people with their online marketing strategies, and he has applied these strategies to build his podcast to a, a massive audience where he's been going for years. He's been on a hiatus, but now he's bringing it back. And yeah, we're going to jump into that big news and talk about entrepreneurship and growing a podcast today. How are you doing, Sal? I'm doing fantastic. Amazing. So cool that, to talk with you. What I want to dive into is a little bit of um, digital marketing, your podcast, how you've been able to grow that. Um, and you also mentioned a super fun thing, which was your entrepreneurship degree before. We can maybe talk about that a little bit. And basically yours. Yeah, you know what? Style. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We need, to, we need to let your audience know a little bit of context about yours and my relationship. Yeah. We've known each other for about what two years, More. and we just like suddenly became internet friends. Yeah, yeah, right? we have still yet to meet yeah. in person. Right. Um, I forget. I I forget how we met. I think Coach Me, right? The Coach yeah. Me Network. The network for coaches. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so both both Oscar and myself, we we do some coaching, and um, I just have to say, I just I just need to tell your audience yeah. something that they may or may not know about you, but Oscar is awesome in that he is like one of the best sounding boards when you have a good idea he's just like he's like oh yeah and 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 oh man and he can draw he like he could make one of your ideas like 10 times better just by meeting with him and i i bet your clients get a whole lot out of that right i appreciate that yeah 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 <laughs> and you're like insatiable curiosity dude Oscar is one of one of the coolest internet friends I have. Like, like one of the people I've same, never met in same. person. But, but uh, yeah, so. yeah. I'm so glad that we're still, yeah, friends, keeping in touch, meeting every other week as well for our own mastermind, and yeah, keeping each other accountable to take our lives and business to the next level as well. That's why I'm so excited to hear where you're going to go with the podcast. Let's dive into that actually. So you're on a hiatus. Um, you're bringing it back now. What's the plan? For your podcast, man. Yeah, I started the podcast in 2015, and uh, I I did it hardcore. Like I started with three episodes a week, and I I got a podcasting coach when I started. Uh, he he had never coached anyone for a podcast, but he was a great coach, so um, he kept me accountable. I set some goals early on. Uh, I didn't hit the hmm. goals, but it wasn't until about you know 16 months into my podcast, I um, by that time I was just doing weekly episodes. 
Uh, I looked up my goals I had set for myself. I wanted, I think I wanted like 10% market penetration, which was like something like huge. 5 million downloads or something. I don't know. Like I had, I had this, num- like this, this number that I want 5 million yeah. downloads in 16 months. Now, if you know anything about podcasting, that is so unrealistic, but I didn't know that, you know? So anyway, I, I said, I'm going to take a little break from this. I haven't made any money for my podcast. I, you know, I haven't like, I, I've gotten some opportunities and clients, but like, it's more like the networking aspect, you know? So I folded that thing up on a hiatus. And since then I've been like trickling out episodes every now and then I think, um, maybe about 15 episodes since 2016. Right. I mean, like, like that's like hardly anything, but, um, by the time you release this episode, I will probably, I will probably, probably be, uh, I have, have, uh, released a podcast episode and be well on my way to, to consistency again. Um, awesome. What is really interesting like you asked me about a little bit about like how how I got into yeah. the podcast. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Why did you start the podcast? Um, also, okay. So I'm a career marketer. Yeah, I I do I, I've done business to business marketing um, for services uh, since 2011, and uh, we were going to create a podcast. Like I had got my boss, like our CEO, to uh, as a full time employee, right? Um, in a very entrepreneurial role, by the way, I have a degree, a four-year degree in entrepreneurship. And, um, I worked directly for the CEO. We were going to launch a podcast. He's a little bit like, um, gun shy about, you know, being more the voice of the company. Mm. In fact, he's even said like, you're the voice of the company to me. I'm like, oh, I'm the marketer, you know, mm. um, but we were going to start a podcast I went to podcast movement. I was going like a, a super gung ho about, about like starting a podcast for my, for my employer. And, um, he pulled the plug. He said, no, I don't want to do it. I was like, Oh, I'm going to produce it for you. It's going to be awesome. So I did all this Damn. research and, and, um, I got ramped up and I was like, hell, this is not going to go to waste. And I was like, I've always wanted to start a self-help podcast of some sort. So, um, I started a podcast called Courageous Self-Confidence. And um, that name, by the way, is SEO'd. Search Engine Optimized. That means that you can find it in Google. And um, It pops up super easily if you type in those keywords, which is crazy. Like People don't even think about that when creating a yeah. podcast. Yeah, and I think it's really important. It's a, overlooked, it's a very overlooked thing because um, the cool podcasts have like the one you know, the one word or the one phrase that doesn't really mean anything to a search engine, you know, like this American life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Serial. Serial is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, but like that's, that's not like you, you're not going to get found through a search engine <laughs> with, with those names. Right. Um, so I think that uh, like for being someone that doesn't have a real, really big personal brand name behind them, like if you're co- if you're co-hosting with someone that that has like twenty thousand followers on across social media, cool. You can you can have a one word podcast. You can have a phrase podcast that means nothing for SEO. But if you're anything less than that, I think it's very important for you to 
highly consider maybe I need to put a key phrase inside my For podcast sure. name. Yeah. 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 So that's like that. Maybe the, those are the even two camps you could say people have like name it um, something cool, but you have a big way of getting an audience somewhere else or like do it like a more natural way where people will just find it because this is what they're interested in. Right. Yeah. And, and self-confidence. That's the keyword. Yeah. My podcast is called Courageous Self-Confidence. That's cool. And self-confidence is the key. That's cool. And that's why you keep getting views so, and listens when, mm-hmm. so many years later. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. When, anytime someone types in self-confidence into a search engine, I'm either one or two. That's crazy. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like any search engine. Because I'm across all of the podcast networks. There's there's about 20, 20 of them that are worth looking at. And um, Google, Yahoo, Bing, they're all picking me up. They're all, they're all, anytime someone types in self-confidence, self-confidence podcast, I'm, I'm coming up. Like I'm, or podcast on courage. <laughs> or, you know, here's another pro tip. Uh, the, the series. The series that you do that you put in your podcast, put keywords in them, right? So one of my series is called "Story Stories of Courage." That that's something that someone might type into to a search engine, right? And it actually is. It's a key phrase. So I have anytime I interview someone, I want to dive into their story of courage. I want to ask them about the risks. I want to ask them about the conviction that they had. I want to ask them about the fear that they had in order for them to take action, you know, uh, the, the breaking point. So stories of courage, like I could have had a podcast named stories of courage, but I don't have to because 50 of my episodes, you know, like nearly half of them have that Mm. in the title stories of courage series. So So, so you got to be thinking about like, like if you if you want to be found organically, which is search engine optimization, SEO, search engine optimization. If you want to be found organically, you got to be thinking about the words that people are searching for. And actually, it's not it's not as hard as you think. Anybody can do keyword research with free tools. I think we can definitely dive into that. And well, basically, I'm this is what I'm very curious about because I know you are an expert in this. And, but it doesn't have to only apply to podcasts, right? Anything that can be found on the internet. Correct. So for entrepreneurs listening to this, this is maybe something that they want to consider if, if they're starting a podcast, website, blog. Let's dive into the, the how a little bit. Hey, you know what? Even, even a Facebook group, hmm. because Facebook is a search engine and you got to be thinking about what are people searching for? What are people, what are people desiring? What's the demand? You know? Oh, Okay, so how do you find out what people are desiring? Okay, so the easiest way to find out is is with um, the Google's the Google tools, the free Google tools. There's there's one called Keyword Planner. This is like the staple. If you have a a blog on a certain topic, then you're going to to want to connect Google Analytics and Google Search Console. Um, that will give you some data on what people are interested and what they're not yeah. interested. Uh, like first party data that you own, like that you, you own this data that, that Google provides you. Um, the, well, when I say you own it, I mean like you're not brokering the information from a third party source, you know, you get it straight. 
you're giving it to a third party. You're giving it to Google, but it's really your data. It's 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 the first the first party stuff. So you create um, Google Search Console um, is kind of lifts up the veil of what people are exactly typing in to find certain things on your site, which gives you idea for key terms. And I like to think of it kind of like a tree, right? When you niche down, you're like lopping off all these branches to niche down, right? And then you hook up Google Analytics, you hook up Google Search Console, which is giving you all of this data on your on your site. As you, so you niche down to, let's say, self-confidence, right? Uh, or entrepreneur, you entrepreneur podcast. Let's say that, uh, I, I don't know what your, your key terms are, Oscar, but, you know, but let's say that you niche down and then as you build out content and as you put show notes on your site, you start to see these branches grow. Mm. And then you can like nurture those to make them grow more. And then pretty much you have this like awesome niche that's like more full bodied because you've sprouted it from the the interest and the demand that you're seeing, you know? But hey, that's like step two. Step one is keyword planner. Like, like, and like keyword planner and then the tool that's that's available for everybody, just super easy. You don't even have to have a login the Google search bar. Hold on. I'm kind of rambling. I just want to make sure Oscar that I'm not off base. Like, this is very interesting. One question. I do have one question that comes to mind and maybe we can go back to the Google after that. Um, Cause I know you're like, yeah, you're super knowledgeable into this and that's why I wanted to talk about you talk with you, but many people don't. Well, yeah, they either start like maybe with the social media platform or they'll st- start with a website when building a business, right? And I'm wondering how much do you think people should consider SEO when starting their business, actually? Like, is this important? I think we, we're now, like, maybe it wasn't as important in the 1990s. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. But we're now, we're now in the age of the internet. And we're in an age where if you title your business name something that is in demand you're going to get like your name and your name is going to be blasted everywhere because that's your brand your name is going to give you leads so for example tell me a business tell me an industry and i'll I'll riff on this like just give me any industry Uh, let's go for the the coaching one life life coaching all right the coaching industry all right um if you named your business Oscar, the life mm-hmm. coach, LLC, you are way more likely to get organic leads than if you named your business Oscar War, LLC. Like way more likely, like ridiculously more likely. Interesting. Okay. And this is why. Because everywhere your, pod, everywhere your business is, is listed, including Yellow Pages, you know, yellowpages.com, and all these listing sites that are like scraping the internet, they are doing SEO for you. They're doing search engine optimization for you just because you titled your business name with a key phrase that is in demand and related and relevant to the services you offer. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's super important to take into consideration. Yeah, it's like it's like your your like it's like your your um I was going to say you're blasting your name everywhere. You kind of are it, it's like you're you're sticking your name everywhere. You know, it's like you like you get like 10,000 stickers printed and you're just like bam 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 like putting them everywhere. Anyone that anyone that's talking about your business, they're talking about your services too because you put your services in the title of your business. Now, what if you have a business You already named it. Where you didn't Yeah, you already it? named it. Yeah, you already named it. There's a, there's a simple thing that you can do. You make a slogan and you say your slogan everywhere all the time. And and and, and on your Facebook page, it's not Oscar War. It's Oscar War hyphen life coach for entrepreneurs. You know, it's like you're you're putting a key phrase. And by the way, life coach, that's a key phrase. Life coach for entrepreneurs, that's a long key mm. phrase. Life coach for entrepreneurs with children, you know, that's even longer, you know, and so you can get nichier, but you will still come up for a life coach. You will still come yeah. up for a life coach for entrepreneurs. You'll still come up for a life coach for entrepreneurs with children because those are all different uh, phrases. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Nice, nice. This is good, st now, good stuff. Now, if you make something that long, if you make your like business name or like your slogan that long, um, you will alienate some of your audiences, like like if they don't have children. But hey, you know, if you if you if you're just struggling to get your like one or two clients, there's nothing wrong with getting that niche down because you you're stickier than exactly you are. more so, specialist, which is a whole other topic. Yeah, being a, a specialist rather than a generalist, which is great. But um, but we were getting into some tools. There's there's one other free tool that I highly recommend checking out. Um. It is called Google Trends. Okay. Trend with a D, trends. And um, what that does is if you are, what you're able to do is you're able to type in a keyword and you're able to see, is this growing in popularity or declining in popularity? Mm. And what Google's done is they've gone through archives pre-internet. Okay. To, to research Key, no, seriously, to research keywords and phrases like library archives and and um, scholarly journals and stuff. No way. So they've gone pre-internet to tell you if a word is trending or not. So if you type in like what like hobby hustler, uh -huh. right? Hobby hustler is is a guy I follow. I'm, I'm part of his Facebook group. He's awesome. <laughs> um, I wasn't thinking of that side side okay. hustle. If you type in side hustle, right, it will actually you'll actually see data pre predating internet. I believe, I believe with that, that specific, specific one. And, um, and then you'll see it just like jump up and skyrocket, you know, when, when the internet comes around, because, you know, now it's a new phrase that everyone's talking about. Um, and if I'm wrong with that, type in hustle. I know I'm definitely right about that because hustle meant something else back way back. Ah. And totally, um, totally. so what, what Google trends is fantastic at doing is if you're trying to debate between one or two different phrases, you know, like for me, self-confidence, I had, a like, I, I kid you not, when I was naming my business, my podcast, I had a list of maybe 150 different words. Yeah. It's hard to choose from then. Self-confidence was one of them. Courageous was one of them, but so was courage and so was confidence. Uh, stride, I remember like stride was one of them. Uh, develop, I just had all these words that were, you know, words to me that were inspirational that I could see like, 
like playing in. Now you like think of develop Samuel. That's not even that's not a search engine. Like that's not something people are searching for on the internet. Develop like that would be a horrible name. Stride that'd be a horrible name. You're right. There was a lot of horrible ideas on that list. But when I looked at it, I had to ask myself like, does this word resonate? Is this something I can podcast on for the rest of my life? Because that's very important for me if I'm going to start a self-help business. Is this, so does this resonate? And, and, and the shortcut for that is you find an individual, like a real individual, a human being, someone in your network that will say something like what, what my buddy Jose said to me. Hey, Samuel, I love, I love meeting with you one-on-one. If there's anything I can do to get you in front of a huge audience, I'm going to make that happen. Is Do you want to get in front of a huge audience? Because like you are just like, the words that come out of your mouth are so powerful. Like I could see you speaking at school assemblies, like town halls. It's like, it's like, if I have an opportunity to get you in front of an audience, like, do you want that? Like, can I help you do that? And I'm just like, heck yes. So who do I want listening to my podcast? People that want to share me with other people. So Jose became my target avatar. Every time I thought about anything with my podcast, it ha- I, I ran it by him when I first started. Right? Now, what's Jose looking for? What's he interested in? He was very interested in the words courageous and self-confidence. In fact, when I went through the whole list of 150 inspiring words that I could build a brand around. Um, he gave me like a double thumbs up on those two words. And those two words happen to have some SEO juice, oh. especially self-confidence. I was actually really excited about self-confidence before um, clearing it with him, but he was like, heck yes. Interesting. You know? So you had, yeah, you had those ideas cause you wanted to do something around this general topic. And this was just, yeah. It's also a great way to just come up with more ideas too. Well, not everyone can do it, but like I'm a brainstorm powerhouse. But um, and if you can't do it, ask your friends because people love giving you their opinions. And and um, one of the best tools, like I did facilitation on a ropes course for four years. One of the best tools for like amazing brainstorms is you say yes to everything. You say yes. Like so, if someone gives you an idea, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm writing it down. That's worth writing down." Thank you. I'm writing that down. I'm writing this down. I'm thinking of doing a podcast on such and such. I'm thinking about creating a blog on such and such. What should I name it? Yeah, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. And that's how you come up with a list of 150 things. But if you go to a friend and you're like, I'm thinking about doing something like this and this and that. And they're like, oh, you should call it Hogwarts United. And then you're like, no, that's horrible. <laughs> what you're doing is you're actually suffocating their creative yeah, juice. And then they don't give you more So ideas. now they don't have the second... They don't have the second idea. And usually the, the, the 11th, 12th, 13th idea that someone gives you in a brainstorm session or that you come up with is golden. So if you're shutting them off and you're not willing to write down every stupid idea, you're actually selling yourself short. You're actually not mining for gold. You yeah, know I mean? yeah, yeah. That's a great tip for just, yeah, spitting out fire. So you do all the brainstorming. So, so here, so I just need to kind of like reset cause we're kind of like meandering all over the place, but like, here's the, here's what you got to do. You get all these inputs, right? All these ideas. Then you go to Google keyword planner. It's a free tool. And you start typing in those phrases. You start typing in those single words and what will happen. You type in one of those words and you hit 
Go on Google Keyword Planner. I think you might have to um, sign up with a Google account for this, but you hit go. And what it will do is it will tell you how in demand mm. that keyword is. It'll tell you how much competition there is. Is it low competition, medium competition, or high competition? Well, if it's medium or high, it's going to be hella hard to do. So you take all the low ones and you're just like, okay, here's my topic, self-confidence. What is, what's Google going to spit back? You know? And then it's like, oh, self-confidence for old people. I never thought about that, but there's literally no competition for it. It says low competition, you know? And so do I want to go self-confidence for old people route or, you know, I'm just making this up, you know? And the, an the answer for me is no, I don't. Uh, my, I know that my audience is, is a younger audience and yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, fine, yeah. you know, but it gives you ideas. It, so, so these all become seeds, like starting places. So Google keyword planner is the go-to, like the go-to. And then when you're trying to get more granular, like, Hey, this one says it's low competition and it says this huge range. It says that there's, you know, a thousand to 5,000 hits per month. And, but so does this other phrase and you're trying to pin two things against each other. Google trends is the place you go to pin things against each other. Cause it will tell you, well, it, it's like this beautiful graph. Once you can put like five keywords into, um, or key phrases, when I say keywords, it could be a key phrase. When you put that into Google trends, so Google trends, Google keyword planner, those are the two things that I do most of my SEO research do. When you put, when you put like five things into Google trends, what you'll see is you'll see like which word is the clear winner, which has the most demand. And you'll have to ask yourself, when someone types in this word, are they thinking about the product I'm delivering? Yeah, that's another thing to consider. Like, do they, uh, do they have the intention that you're delivering? So here's, here, let's go back to my brand, courageous self-confidence. All right. If you put self-confidence and confidence into Google Trends, you'll find that self-confidence is way less searched for than confidence. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. But what does confidence mean? It means trust. means faith. Yeah. So like, Lots of things. Yeah. What does self-confidence mean? Hmm. That's much confidence more pointed. Self. Yeah. That's much more trust in self, faith in self, you know? It's, it's more along lines of self-esteem, you know? And in fact, um, 30 years ago, self-confidence wasn't even a word. It wasn't even a phrase. Self-esteem was, but the internet that someone's, I don't know who, but someone started using the word self-confidence and the internet and people tend to prefer self-confidence over self-esteem because self-esteem kind of has this like crutchy feel to it. Right, self-confidence kind of has this like, oh, cool. I like confidence. I like confidence. Everybody likes confidence. Um, but what's esteem, you know? So it's like words are super crazy important when you're building a brand. And it's not just for the name of the brand, it's for the slogans, it's for the product offerings, it's for the names of the courses. For the it's, descriptions, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. Descriptions. Everything. Yep. Everything. And it helps. Yeah, helps you resonate with a client, with the potential clients that they know, like, oh, it's speaking my language. Because now I've been, well, I'm working with my girlfriend on our business and I'm DMing a shit ton of people because we're not doing much for SEO, which is why I was also curious to learn more about it. But I'm within the DMs, people are, I see the, um, the trends of what people are saying, like, oh, 
want to learn Chinese. I want to not have to translate in mm -hmm. my head. I want to yeah yeah be able to understand natives and like similar things always keep coming up. Like oh, but yeah, if it, Google could tell me exactly what are the most common things, then I'd be like ah yes, make content related to specifically those words. So so here's a question for you because um, you're 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 selling language services. Here's yeah. a question for you. Um, if if you did some keyword research and you found out that study, like, hmm. you know, study a foreign language. Yeah. Well, let's, let's make this more concrete. What foreign language? Chinese. Let's say Mandarin. Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Study, study Mandarin. If mm -hmm. you pinned study Mandarin against learn Mandarin or get fluent in Mandarin, if you pinned those all against, against each other and yeah. study, study Mandarin ended up coming out on top. I'm not saying it does. I don't think it does. But it if it did, not. if it did, and you're just like that, huh? That's weird. That's weird. What would you do? Yeah, just make. Well, make content around that. Maybe, yes, use those words in branding. You could say. And I did pull up Google Trends because I wanted to see as well. The, yeah. The, so the the point is the point is you you have to roll with whatever it gives you. You have to roll with it. You have to say, oh, hmm, like at least meditate on it, at least scratch your head on it and be like, okay, so this is something. This is something that people are looking for. This is what the world is looking for. This this phrase that is not is not the way I would describe our business. I wouldn't describe our business in a million years this way. Now you yeah. can choose to be stubborn and not get free leads. Totally. Or you can choose to bend a little bit and say, Okay, how can I write some content about studying, which is a couple levels deep than what I'm doing? You know, and you open up the floodgates for for leads, for subscribers, for listeners, for readers. So so you have to you you can't be stubborn. And I know that entrepreneurs, like I know this for myself, we can get so protective over our brand, but I made it this way. But it but it's this thing. We get so yeah. so protective and stuff, but we have to be willing to go through even small shifts of of brand, you know, brand changing. Or um, we now write about this topic because this topic leads into this other topic that sells us that or that makes us rev revenue. You know, so it's really important to be uh, be a bit malleable and not and totally. not too stubborn. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Like I'm comparing learn Chinese with speak Chinese with Chinese language and Chinese language seems to be the one that's blowing everything else out of the water. But that's also a vague one. Yeah. Uh, that's why. So then it's more searched, I guess more vague, but we do yeah, help so with more. Here's a, so here's a pro tip. Here's a pro tip, a shortcut to figure out intent. And so I, I told you about, about some tools and I, and I said earlier, there's a free tool and it's the Google search bar. Okay. This is where the Google search bar comes in really handy. Oscar right now, go into your Google search and type in the Chinese language. Is that what the, the phrase you just mentioned was? Chinese language was the China, top one. Type in Chinese language and tell me, tell me what the, the first three titles are. Wikipedia, a medical thing, and then a travel China guide. Travel China guide. Okay, so we're kind of on point. So yeah. what what Google will do is Google will tell you the relevancy of that. So you got so you it, it's your job to to bridge the, this gap. You look mm. at what Google just served you with that key term 
and you look at your own services of what you're intending for people to to get and you see is there a huge gap is there a chasm if there's a chasm don't even try it don't even try it don't even try to get first page because you are competing with wikipedia yeah hella hard to compete with wikipedia like so hard it seems like if you type in chinese language basically what's coming up is either something related to traveling in china or the history of the chinese language and that's yeah not really related to learning it i do a lot of i I do a lot of work in the managed services space this business business managed services that's basically like an it department for like several different companies right um outsourced it would be another phrasing so it's like outsourced it it services managed it services you know it's like you pin these all against each other to find out Hmm. all these different ways of describing what you do which one deserves a spot on the homepage. Mm. And then yeah. which other ones are we, are we going to write blog posts on? You know, and so so it's like whichever one is just going way more, you know, more descriptive of your of your services and relevant um you got to go with that one. You got to go with that one for your homepage, make your homepage sell and you, you can get leads, you know? Do you want to go? Do you want to go into a little bit about like how to uh, like call the actions in order to to get leads? Because like what traffic's one thing, but but getting an actual lead is another thing, and it's slightly related to SEO. But it's like, do you want to dive into that, or is that too off topic? Maybe you could do it short. I wanted to dive into your like the future of your podcast and how you can apply it to your podcast oh. as well. Yeah, you want to learn a little bit about me. Okay, so I'll yeah. ju- I'll just say this real quick. Every single page where you're trying to drive traffic to should have a single call to action. It should have a next step. And if it doesn't, if it has like three steps, if you're using Linktree on your social media, you can get this, 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 this. Um, I, I know a lot of you are. Um, <laughs> if you're doing that, if you're doing that, you're not making a clear, like, get this one thing, um, then then it's a bit overwhelming. So you want one clear next step. And one of the best clear next steps, one of the best pop-ups that you can put on your website is the thing that makes you revenue, or at least is one step removed from that. Get on my email list. If your email list makes you revenue, get on my email list, get a consultation. If, If the more consultations you have, the more revenue you get, get a consultation. So you wanna, you wanna actually Make sure that as you're driving traffic to whatever you're doing, there is some call to action. Yeah, always. Actually, that's something that, like I say, just from coaching, always end your marketing or your session or whatever, like something to take a next step. Because information is only so good, but without the action, it doesn't doesn't help anyone. Yeah, and, and like there is, there's nothing wrong with like putting a whole lot of call to actions, but like there needs to be a clear winner call to action. You know what I mean? Like totally. Cause the other things are helpful when someone's like, Oh my gosh. And you do this too. Sweet. Um, then they'll click the the second link or something. Okay. So yeah. let's push that aside. Oscar, what else do you want to know? What does what your audience want to know? Well, we talked about SEO, which is super cool. I'm pretty satisfied with that. I'd love to dive into more about your podcast. And what's the plans coming up? So 
you probably yeah were, you so were this is news thousand, right? yeah this is big news you were getting thousands of views when you were posting regularly now i'm guessing it's like you're still getting uh listens but you want to ramp it up now and yeah, what are you aiming for? What's the... Yeah, so I've I've been actually feeling kind of stuck as an entrepreneur. Um, mm. I have, you know, lots of side projects. I have, I have a, a re- like, the majority of my income is one client. <laughs> and I'm just like, I need to figure out multiple streams of income. And I've been in a, in a bit of a rut, mm. okay? And since closing down my podcast and just, you know, trickling out some episodes here and there, um, I've talked to a lot of podcasters. I've gotten more familiar with the space and, um, and people are like, Samuel, your podcast is successful for the download, the amount of downloads you're getting. Like this is a successful thing. Um, so what I would like to do is I would like to pick it back up and, um, I'm told, I'm told from people, yeah, you got to be podcasting for two to three years before you can actually monetize. I'm like, wow, I only went 14 months in, you know, 14 to 16 months in. I can't remember which. Uh, so it's like, I, I want to see it through. I want to, I want to get onto the other side of what happens after two to three years. Because I know that, that, uh, the way I've gone about my podcast and, in, in uh, getting organic search the way I title my episodes, the the way I do my show notes, the like all of that, like, and this isn't even a lot of stuff from social media. It's just like, it's just iTunes, like people searching in iTunes, people searching in Spotify, they find me. Um, Crazy. What so am cool. I doing with that? What am I doing? Like, I feel like I never gave my podcast the chance to shine on, on just that, on the, on that metric. Like, like to be successful, to be profitable. So that's one thing, right? So that's like one reason why I'm starting, but the bigger, the bigger reason why I'm starting, like why, why I feel like I need to do this is because when I chose the topic of self-confidence and said, yes, I can actually podcast on this for the rest of my life, at least for the next 20 years. Um, there's still a whole lot of content to be done and Hmm. there is still a whole lot of opening up to be done. Like my, my understanding of the topic has gotten way deeper since I went on, on podcast hiatus. I have bigger ideas. I have like great vision for it, but more than anything, I am in a rut and I'm stuck. And I think that the only thing that will unstick me is consistent production of my podcast. And like, I can't even explain it to some people, but it's like, Things aren't things aren't working right now, but there's this nagging feeling, this conviction that I need to get on my podcast and be like, here's what my beliefs are. Here's what my trust in myself has done for me. Here's what here's what faith means to me. Mm-hmm. Here's how I can reconcile someone that believes in uh, creator of the universe and someone that believes in universe. You know, and it's just like what? getting these topics like discussed about and talked about and shaped about in order for people to be able to trust themselves better as an individual, as a contributor to humanity, as a human. Um, I feel like this mission, like this deep calling within my core spirit that, that this needs to happen. And it, fires me up and makes me passionate and more than anything that, that I do. Uh, so it's sort of like at this point, it's sort of like a, a burden, like an obligation, you know? Yeah. 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 I remember. Yeah. You've been talking about it 
Well, after you took the break, you kept going, wanting to go back to it. So I'm super happy that you've created the the commitment to bring it back. And like you said, to see it through. Because indeed, especially with podcasting, I think the consistency is super key. And Oscar, we have some mutual friends um, that do coaching. Uh, we got we got Arnaud from Czech Republic, right? Is that where he's from? He lives there. He's fr- French. You know, really cool French guy, um, Depanchu from India. Both of them sat down with me recently to hash this out, to help me hash this out. You know, and you should actually drop links to their stuff because they're excellent life coaches. Awesome. awesome. Super fantastic guys. Um, and I'm sure that they would, they would help you out with the discovery session too, dear listener. Uh, yes. so, so meeting with them, like back, like back to back even, you know, just recently. And like, oh, I hadn't, really? I hadn't done a coaching session with them. I don't think ever. They've just been friends, like mutual friends of ours, but there's something that DePanchi said that like really, really stood out to me. And, and it was, um, he said, you need a, you need a podcast coach. If you've identified this as the thing, you need a podcast coach. And I was thinking, you know, when I first started, I had a podcast coach. I do need a podcast coach. I need someone that is going to like geek out with me on my podcast. So, um, so I'm right now, as of right now, hopefully by the time you release this episode, I have this solved, but I feel like I'm manifesting a podcast coach and like, I'm going to receive a podcast coach just any minute now. And I'm not like actively seeking out, I'm not like hitting this person up or hitting that person up because I, I don't want to be sold at, you know? Um, I want it to kind of like organically emerge. Um, but hey, the guy that runs this co-working space is picking up his podcast and he has like, he ha- he's in the top 100 for business podcasts. Uh, wow. You're in business. His name is Darren, you know? And like, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to see if he knows anybody. You know, it's like, it, it's it's like, it's just all, and he was on podcast Hades and he's, he's launching next week. You know, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, is this holy it? shit? I know. I know. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's super cool. So many I, don't know, I don't know if I should have dropped that name, but anyway, uh, you know, it, it's, it's like once I said yes, and, and this is, this is like totally on par with the content of the authentic entrepreneur. But once I said yes to one direction, instead of being like spun, you've, Oscar, you've known I've been like, been like pulled here and then pulled here yeah, with yeah, all yeah, my yeah. like desires and focus, like focus, 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 focus. Arnaud says, focus, Samuel, focus, focus, focus. Both of us. Um, yeah. Once I said yes to podcast and decided, which means that decide means sever and you're severing off all your other options. Once I said yes to podcast. Oh man. It's just like, I'm getting so many ideas. I'm getting like I'm getting like cool. I'm getting money making ideas, um, monetization ideas. I've never had before monetization ideas. I don't even see other podcasters doing, Oh, you know, like, um, physical products that are sold after a podcast series is closed. So you warm them all up to this podcast series idea. And then you're like, and I have swag for you. So you can remember this topic. Boom. Like, like little ideas like that. And that's just like one idea, you know? So it's like the ideas are just like flooding to me because I said, I said no to prospecting for, for marketing. I said no to prospecting for coaching. And I said yes to podcasting. And this is all like very new and I'm super excited about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. there's a, there's a little bit of an accountability piece for me to actually share this 
um, totally. on your podcast because now it's like <laughs> I'm I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. And what does that mean? That means that means my podcast is going to go from you know I'm at 92 episodes to about 200 before before I start looking at something else because because getting my podcast to consistency, seeing it through, getting like hitting hitting the 5 million download mark, uh, you know, like that's all possible if I, if I give it the time it, it, it needs. Man, the topic of focus, it's probably like the thing that I struggled with the most as well until like, yeah, recently. And it was through our mastermind that it was like, okay, my coaching is too, I felt my coaching was too lost, like no direction, need to focus. What skill do I want to learn? And then I focused on sales. And so this is all I'm doing right now. Plus this podcast. So not even completely focused. Yeah. But this podcast is like still, I'm like learning. This is just, this is a way for me to learn and to share what I learn. And dude, there's still, so yeah, many, dude, so, focused. So, so many benefits to doing a podcast. Oh, and, and does that mean that I'm going to fire all my clients and only do podcasting? Heck no. Why? Because I actually have a priority above podcasting, believe it or not. And it's called supporting my family and yeah. not being a yeah. bum on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I have exactly. like I have economic value to to the world, and and marketing is part of that. Oh, and if one of your listeners actually reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you consult me in my marketing?" Because I like what you said, like really resonates with me, and and I could really use some SEO. Am I going to turn that down? Heck no. Why? Because I have a marketing business. It's just not where my focus is. I will still, I will still deliver value and I will still, you know, help people. And like, I still love that stuff, but if that's all I'm doing and I can't dedicate the required time to podcast, then I'm actually carrying a heavier burden because like, this is something I have to do. And by the way, it doesn't take me it doesn't take me 40 hours a week to podcast. It takes me a, like a tiny fraction of that. So it's like, exactly. Like I will spend more time on my marketing business than I do on my podcast, but the podcast has to be a focus and a priority in order for me to go to the next level. And I'm like, dude, there's like so many benefits that I'm like looking at. There's like building my network, being able to reach out to people on the hop, um, having a reason to connect with certain people. Like, like, Exactly. Like one of my buddies, I found out he, he knows a semi celebrity. And I was like, dude, could, could you get him on my podcast? He's like, yeah, maybe, you know? And it's just like, if I wasn't podcasting, would I have that opportunity? Probably not. You know, podcasting it's just, is such a good connecting tool. It's, it's a connect, it, it is. And once you, uh, something else is kind of cool. I know we're a little bit off topic, but it's fun to go down rabbit holes. Sometimes another really cool thing about it is, uh, when you collaborate with someone on a creative project, mm-hmm. you kind of become friends. Like you become like a little bit forever friends, you know, <laughs> like, so everyone that I've podcasted with and everyone that I've had on my show, um, I could email any of them and say, Oh my goodness, I got so, such good feedback from the last episode, like the, from the episode that you were on my show from, um, uh, like I did this with, I did this with, um, uh, Catherine. Oh, I don't remember her last name. Um, I did this with one of, the, one of my previous guests. She's a life coach and counselor. And, um, and like one of the big topics we dived into for about like 15 minutes on the show was what's the difference between a therapist and a life coach, 
you know, cause she does both of them. She has both of them in her practice. And, um, and someone on Twitter that I connected with randomly reached back out to me and said, um, Samuel, this, this podcast episode changed my life. Holy shit. Like I now know what I'm going to do with my career. And, and, uh, this got me on track. Like, thank you so much. I give that feedback back to her, you know, and now I'm nurturing this relationship. Uh, and it, it's a way to, it's a way to elevate your profile, you know? So it's like, this is a bit like, this is a really overlooked benefit of podcasting is like the, the networking component. And now I've seen people like doing like starting podcasts and, and, um, getting future clients as guests on their show, you know, which is like a whole other, like cool strategy that I, I don't, um, I don't know if I, I would, I would go that route, but, um, but it's a really, it's a really neat tool. Um, the, I think the, Hey man, I think the coolest part of it is, is that it's like a little mini business, you know? You're like taking care of marketing, you're taking care of the sales, you're doing like freaking out the financials, which is like right now just expenses. But it's like it's a it's a nice little containerized project that is relatively safe, you know, low startup costs, get some equipment, figure it out. Um and the the biggest piece when you work on a collaborative project with someone especially a creative project, you become friends and interviewing someone is the easiest way to collaborate yeah. with somebody and to create real you get value. to learn about them. Yeah. Get to share vulnerabilities. It is really cool. And people love talking about themselves too. So it's, it's not too hard. Crazy. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Sal. I think I want to start wrapping this up coming um, we're getting towards the top of our hour, our time. So I'd love to know, is there anything like for the new entrepreneur, the young entrepreneur that wants to like, yeah, start their brand? This is what we're talking about. Um, yeah. What would you say to them? Like something that doesn't know really where to go in terms of their brand direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, first of all, like Oscar, thank you so much for bringing me on thank here. You. Like the young entrepreneur, like totally has has a, a place in my heart and um you 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 dear listener are the reason are the reason why I'm I'm here today and um so you are very close to my heart I think um starting a brand uh the 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 best branding advice I can give you is start early on your personal brand it's um it's something that took me a long time to figure out because it's easier to kind of go into incognito, uh, which, which means like nobody knows you, you know, and kind of hide behind a brand name. Um, but pre like you don't need a name. You don't, you don't need, you don't need a, a, a brand name to, to get started with branding. Think about, think about your personal brand. Think about what you want other people to know you as like for me, my affirmation, Everybody knows I'm a get it done pro on the go in the no check send a flow. And if I can do that, if I can, if I can build a reputation where people know that, that I'm on the go, I'm in the no and I, and I can focus, you know, um, 
and I get things done, like those are the four important things that I've decided is important for my brand. And right now it's an affirmation and, you know, or when I first started doing it, it's an affirmation, but over time it, it nurtures you and you, and you start to build a brand where people know me as Samuel Hatton, the guy that gets things done, Samuel Hatton, the guy that focuses Samuel Hatton, the guy that knows about things, Samuel Hatton, the guy that's, that's always busy, you know? And, and am I really all those things? Not sometimes, but that's the reputation I wanted to build. Exactly. So, so meditating on those things, having that affirmation, I'm, I'm building it slowly, but surely. And it's not my business brand is my personal brand. Mm. Like my, like um, one of my virtual mentors, Mike Kim says, you know, you are the brand and there's, he has a book on it. It's a, it's a, it, it was bestseller on Amazon in in um, brand category for quite some time, you know? So it's like, it's it, it, like, you got to remember that, like your personal brand. So, so here's, here's, here's this, I know, I know like, you're just like, quit, like quit, what's some advice, but just expand on just a little bit. Um, when you type in your name in Google, what comes up? Mm. See if you can get on the first page. You know, that's important. It's important. See if you can get the domain. Can't get the domain. See if you can get the .net. Can't get the .net. Get to get the .us if you're in the states. You know, it's like, it's like get your name, get your name, and and if you aren't aren't started yet, if you if you don't if you're like a lurking entrepreneur, you're like maybe I'll start something in five years. Get your .com and do anything with it. Let's create a homepage. Yeah, make that your link tree. You know, this these are my projects. These are my four projects I'm doing right now. Subscribe to my newsletter. Subscribe to my blog. I haven't launched a business yet, but I will. I'm a destined extraordinaire. That's a, that's a phrase I like to use. I'm a destined extraordinaire, destined for greatness. Subscribe to my stuff. Subscribe to my blog. You know, it's like, just put your stuff there. Just put yourself out there. And I've heard this more and more. It's a beautiful confirmation as well, I think. So people want to learn more about you to and check out your podcast. Where, can they, where should they go? Yeah, um, you can find my blog site at couragehub.com. Everything will be in the description in any yeah. case. Yeah, and like right there in the banner, it says, Courage Hub, build confidence, live fulfilled. And the right under that, you'll see a link to my podcast and and uh, where to, where it's syndicated and everything. But you can go into any podcast app and, and either look up my name, Samuel Hatton, look up Courage Hub, look up Courageous Self-Confidence. Type self-confidence in, and you'll see a guy that's jumping in a silhouette. (laughs) I'm easy to find. Easy, easy. You built a pretty great brand so far. Looking forward to the podcast to, yeah, explode even more. Yeah, man. Looking forward to getting you on the show. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. I'm going to be restarting to build my personal brand again, actually, very soon. There you go. Maybe like a book club, you are the brand. I don't know. Do a co- a, a co-project with the authentic entrepreneur and courageous self-confidence book club. I don't know. Hey, why not? <laughs> knows, Let's collaborate. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but Hey, I'm curious if we leave that in and anyone wants that hit up Oscar and say, Hey, I want in that book club. And Hey, if we get, if we get some takers, we'll let you in our inner circle just for that one thing. Yeah. Hit us up what on social media. Let's see who shows up. I know that was on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why and, not? And business is supposed to be fun, right? We're supposed to have fun. And yeah, hey. exactly. I want to see who shows up. If there's anybody that listens to the end, 
no, most people, then definitely. Awesome, Sal. Thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for your energy. Appreciate you a lot. Absolutely. Love you, man. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneur, hosted by myself, Oscar War. Before you leave, please go make sure to follow us on Instagram. And again, thank you so much to the amazing guest this episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.